Welcome to a new episode of Abundant Encounters. My name is Joshua Marsingale, and so glad that you're tuning in with us today. It's so cool how people are using this podcast all over the world to engage with God, be intentional about connecting with Him. Uh, I read um, some testimonies about people using it during their exercise time and um and what a great idea just any time that you have where you can just focus maybe you're cooking or um you know doing laundry or or at work and um you've got some stuff that you know doesn't require a lot of you so i just highly recommend every one of those options like um maybe you're more creative than me and you can think of some ways Um, but the thing about this podcast that's on my heart and on our heart, my wife and I, Mary, um, she, uh, and I believe that we just want to give people opportunities to encounter God. The thing is, is you probably encounter God a lot in your life. Um, some cultures make out encounters to be these difficult things to, that only certain people get and I wholeheartedly disagree I'm not upset with anyone but I want to encourage the body of Christ in any way I can to to know that uh, God is easily accessible he's abundant he's not short um, he's not giving out what he can when he can uh, heaven is absolutely open thanks to Jesus Christ and um, and you know Maybe we overcomplicate it sometimes. Like, uh, you may have had an encounter with God, um, like, uh, like I did when I was a kid. Uh, I remember, um, you know, just one little example, but I, I had, uh, I, I, my, my mom had told me that I needed to, when I prayed, I needed to follow a certain pattern and, and I'd pray a certain, I'd pray like, uh, a person's name and I'd ask the Lord to forgive them and something along those lines but I had to make sure that I mentioned everybody's name or if I left anyone out or at least this is the way I, I processed it as a child if I left anyone out then you know they could be in 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 danger of you know damnation or something like that so I'm maybe four years old at the time, and um, I remember the Holy Spirit spoke to me. I didn't know it was the Holy Spirit then, um, but he he said, "Josh," and he knew how concerned I was about missing people. My mom wasn't that concerned, but I was, <laughs> and um, and so I he, he said, "Josh, why don't you just pray for everyone?" So I said, and I laughed. Uh, with the Lord. I didn't know that I was laughing with the Lord, but I, I laughed and I said, that's so fun. And I said, okay, God bless everybody in the world. God bless everybody in heaven. And God bless everybody in hell. <laughs> you know, I'm just a child. And, um, and I felt the pleasure of the Lord over that prayer to such a wild extent that I just, that was my thing, you know. I still do it to this day. And, um, but that moment, I had no idea how involved the real God was. 
And um, that's the way I define encounters is any moment that you know that God is real. It may have been where you avoided an accident, you know, and it just seemed miraculously avoided. Like there's no way that was possible. That car went through me. Uh, it may have been a dream that was vivid and, uh, and told you something about your future or the present. Um, there's just so many ways that God moves in our lives. I mean, he speaks in nature all the time. Most people can agree. And um, the thing is, is if, if it crosses that line and you just know that it was God, then that was an encounter. If you didn't know it was God because you didn't know of God, that's different. Like when I was a child, I didn't really know that God could do that because of the culture that I was in. But um, anyway, that's a lot of its explanation, but just felt like somebody needed to hear that today. This podcast is really geared at uh, the principle that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So we share the Word of God. And um, I read in an accent uh, just because I like to change it up and it feels really good. I think um, I feel the Lord's pleasure on it. That's why I do it. And, um, and then afterwards, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Um, now that you're hearing has come by the word of God uh, now there's there's faith and that that uh, supply of faith we put into practice with a little activation and sometimes I'll talk a little bit uh, but uh, basically I, I use activations um, at the end to help people have an encounter and many have had encounters utilizing these activations um, one of the biggest reasons i know that is not just because of the testimonies on the podcast but it's also because i do i am a counselor and i do counseling uh, called sozo and i use the same tools and i um and so i sit with people and watch them have an encounter. They tell me that they've had an encounter. Um, and that's one of the reasons I'm so enthusiastic about this. I absolutely know that it works. And uh, so I want to encourage you. There's no shortage on, encou on encounters in heaven. And God is releasing them. He wants you to be his portal on earth of heaven. So much heaven in you that the fallen earth around you is affected by it. That you leak the kingdom of God everywhere you go. And without further ado, I want to begin reading and uh, in 2 Corinthians. And um, I believe it's going to open your ears. And when your ears open, faith is going to begin to rise in your heart. Lord, I pray for every listener and for me that you'd use us, Lord, that you'd move through us. That uh, as a new creation, as someone who believes that Jesus Christ is Lord, we'd each get to experience you as sons and daughters. Not just as servants, but sons and daughters who can request and ask their Father in heaven to give us, give us what we need to know that you're real 100% evidence. Like First John talks about that in our hearts, that where it's clear that you're in our lives and you you know us um, come Lord I bind up any hindrance in Jesus name and I release heaven in Jesus name heaven all around you all through you 
everywhere around you, all over the, the room or the place, space where you are. Heaven, 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 Jesus, 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 more Jesus, more Jesus, more Jesus, more Jesus. Come, Lord. Come, Lord. Amen. I'm going to be reading from 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 1 in the Passion Translation. From Paul to God's called ones, his church in Corinth. I have been chosen by Jesus Christ to be his apostle according to God's perfect plan. Our brother Timothy joins me in writing to you and all the holy believers throughout the Roman province of Achaia. May undeserved favor and endless peace be yours continually from our Father God and from our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One. All praises belong to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he is the father of tender mercy and the God of endless comfort. He always comes alongside us to comfort us in every suffering so that we can come alongside those who are in any painful trial. We can bring them the same comfort that God has poured out upon us. And just as we experience the abundance of Christ's own sufferings, even more of God's comfort will cascade upon us through our union with Christ. If troubles weigh us down, that just means that we will receive even more comfort to pass on to you for your deliverance. For the comfort pouring into us empowers us to bring comfort to you. And with this comfort upholding you, you can endure victoriously the same suffering that we experience. Now our hope for you is unshakable, because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, you will also share in God's comforting strength. Brothers and sisters, you need to know about the severe trials we experienced while we were in western Turkey. All the hardships we passed through crushed us beyond our ability to endure, and we were so completely overwhelmed that we were about to give up entirely. It felt like we had a death sentence written upon our hearts, and we still feel it to this day. It has taught us to lose all faith in ourselves, and to place all of our trust in the God who raises the dead. He has rescued us from terrifying encounters with death and now we fasten our hopes on him to continue to deliver us from death yet again as you labor together with us through prayer because there are so many interceding for us our deliverance will cause even more people to give thanks to God what a gracious gift of mercy surrounds us because of your prayers we rejoice in saying with complete honesty and a clear conscience that God has empowered us to conduct ourselves in a holy manner and with no hidden agenda. God's marvelous grace enables us to minister to everyone with pure motives, not in the clever wisdom of the world. This is especially true in all of our dealings with you. We write to you with words that are clearly understood 
and there is no need for you to try to read between the lines of what we write in hopes that you can completely and accurately understand our hearts. We know you have already understood us in a measure and that you will eventually come to understand us fully. Then you will be able to boast of us even as we will boast of you in the day of our Lord Jesus. With this confidence I am wanting to visit you before and after my trip to Macedonia so that you enjoy a second experience of grace. Afterward, I'm hoping you will be able to aid me on my journey to Israel. When I revised my itinerary, was I vacillating? Or do I make my plans with unprincipled motives, ready to flip-flop with a yes and a no in the same breath? Of course not. For as God is true to his word, my promise to you was not a fickle yes when I meant no. Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and He is the one whom Timothy, Silas, and I have preached to you, and He has never been both a yes and a no. He has always been and always will be for us a resounding yes. For all of God's promises find their yes of fulfillment in Him, and as His yes and our amen ascend to God, we bring him glory. Now, it is God himself who has anointed us, and he is continuously strengthening both you and us in union with Christ. He knows we are his since he has also stamped his seal of love over our hearts and has given us the Holy Spirit like an engagement ring is given to a bride, a down payment, other blessings to come. Now I call upon this faithful God as a witness against me. If I'm not telling you the absolute truth, it was because I hold you in my heart that I decided not to return to Corinth. In order to spare you the humiliation of my rebuke, but I don't want to imply that as leaders we coerce you or somehow want to rule over your faith. Instead, we are your partners who are called to increase your joy, and we know that you already stand firm because of your strong faith. As Paul opens this uh, first chapter of the book of Second Corinthians, he, he uh, unfolds a really powerful um, uh, what I would call an economic principle, uh, kingdom economic principle, and that is this idea that in the way that we have experienced God, we can share from that deposit. And um, so when where we've been comforted, we can comfort. So if we've experienced the loss of a spouse, then um, we can comfort those who have experienced that. It's not a hard and fast rule, it seems, um, but it is a, it's a resource that Paul is kind of exposing right there. He's like, this, this is how it works, you know. We went through a lot of trials, and because we consistently saw God come through for us, 
we can easily talk about that. Um, and when I say to someone, you can get through this, I'm not just saying it. Um, I've, I've lived it. I've, I've experienced it. And so when I'm doing that, I'm releasing what God has done in me to them. They don't even have to earn it the way I did. They can just have it. So they get that that little bump. And um, and then they, the experiences that they have, they can give back to us what they've experienced. And this is like a heavenly economy. Um, and that's, you know, one of the reasons I'm so passionate about encounters because I know that, you know, we underestimate the value of them. Uh, and uh, because there's just no no way for us to understand how powerful it is that heaven is in existence in our current uh, world in the fallen world heaven if we put our minds on it like the bible says then we got to think about there's no cancer there's no death and dying there's no discouragement there's no depression um, there's only family and joy and peace and righteousness and those things exist on their own they're not things that we're earning or are proving or you know they they're complete and total uh, supplies that exist there and so um, so I want to in the activation time I, I do want you to um, imagine yourself Um, in a, kind of a historical encounter that you you've had, I'm trusting that you know the Holy Spirit will bring to mind something that you've experienced with Him, and um, maybe a memory comes to mind now. Um, I think a, a positive memory is kind of what we're looking for. Um, and if you're not already there, then ask Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, can you remind me of a time when you encountered me um, in a positive way, either a long time ago or in the recent past? All right, now that you you're there, I want you to take a little time and kind of take in uh, take in through your senses anything that you can gather, like uh, if you can remember the way it smelled or obviously the way it looks. Use your imagination there. Uh, we'll call it the sanctified imagination because we do have the mind of Christ. Um, this is a great thing to use your imagination to do. Um, because it's it's you're looking at holiness, you're looking at at, at the Lord. So, um, in looking at Him, I want you just kind of remember this memory. Try to imagine the details that you can. And I'm not necessarily talking about um, the the um, you know the character of the people that, that are there or anything. I'm just talking about the way it felt. How did it feel emotionally? How did it? Um, 
did you know, I mean, if there's some texture or something, if there's a taste or anything like that involved, then try to recall that and take a second now to just kind of feel and experience that. And I want you to ask the Holy Spirit a question, say, Holy Spirit, what was the deposit that was made in that moment? And even if you think you know the answer, I want you to really, really put that aside and give the Holy Spirit a moment to respond. Now, for some of you, you may have heard and understood right away. I do believe that um, what's going to happen now is um, the Holy Spirit is going to hand you a gift. And uh, if you're just using your imagination, if you're experiencing this, awesome. Just keep doing that. And um, Holy Spirit's going to hand you a gift. I want you to, uh, it, I'm, I'm seeing like a little box kind of thing. And, uh, you know, almost like a little music box or something. And he's handing it to you, and it's got this little, uh, like, pirate's chest kind of um, top that you can open up. And within that, I just want you to look at what is, what is in that box. And... just a heavenly gift heavenly supply if you don't understand this is a, this is how you do this you begin to ask questions because you're creating and giving opportunity for dialogue with God which is so important for the Christian life let me encourage you our prayers are way too busy when it can be really powerful to just take a moment and allow for a response. So if you don't understand, ask a question. Holy Spirit, tell me more about this. Awesome. Ask for, keep asking for clarity if you need it. If you're there already, I want you to begin asking new questions. These are really important, um, and this is something you can do in on you know a more frequent basis. If it's uh, something God's really using right now for you, I would definitely encourage that. But now that you have identified a supply, I want you to begin to ask. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, is there anyone that needs this from me that I know of right now? He may have given you a name, a face. Uh, you may have um, just remembered somebody from work or maybe it was somebody from a really long time ago. I want to encourage you to follow this through. Um, God is amazing and He knows everybody. 
And uh, so I want to encourage you. I've had some really awesome moments with uh, just ministry um, by following these these little unctions and reaching out to people that God kind of highlighted. Um, so make that phone call, send that Facebook message, um, and kind of go out there and, and if you need to prophesy over someone. Um, and by that, I just mean like call out the gold in them um, by using the supply. Uh, I want you to go in that anointing and strength and um, and just give that a shot. Be courageous and uh, and give this stuff a try because um, I believe it will empower you in such a way where you'll where some of you can even find your your real gifting and I mean if we begin to function on the supply of heaven then we're talking about something that's eternal doesn't really go away and so when we begin to pull on it for the sake of others then it begins to flow through us and for example if we gain courage um, from an encounter or a historical moment that we had with God then um, every time we pull on that courage for the sake of someone else, it first goes through our own heart as we, as we re you know, release it to someone else. And so it just kind of reinvigorates and kind of brings courage back to the surface. And so it fills our own heart as it begins to fill theirs. And it's pretty wild, to, you know, in a sense, it's hard for us to do selfless things in the kingdom because we end up supplying ourselves as we supply others. And that's exactly the way that God designed it. He designed it in a way that's sustainable and constantly builds. So I hope that, I hope that helps you today. And I hope it really blesses your heart that God has a supply for you that it's not about your own efforts. It's really about what God has done in your in your life. And um, it's about releasing that. And some of you, I'm reminding you to kind of let go of some things if you're striving out there and enter into rest in this way. Because rest isn't the absence of work. It's, uh, it's doing things from an eternal supply. God bless you. Today might be a big new day, especially if it is the first time you used a prophetic act like this and got pulled into a real encounter with the living God in his heaven on earth. This determination may reveal how the same God has been encountering you for many years and will eventually reveal how God is really everywhere and in everything. The good news, he is for you and not against you. He's hidden there for you and not from you. 
Seek him and find him. Seek like a king before you share as his priest. What you begin to find and uncover will cross the boundary of word only and enter into your own truth. You'll begin to live there. We pray blessing on you. May you be prosperous today from the inside of your spirit, through your soul, and then out into every circumstance of your day. May joy, hope, and peace overflow from within you abundantly. God is not short on encounters, my friend. I pray that the supply of heaven fill your life with infinite wealth that overwhelms and overcomes every deficit of this world around you and others here in this world. In Jesus' name. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace.